welcome to the Wonderfully Woven podcast. I'm Lucy Garrison, a nutritional therapy practitioner, and this is a space where we'll delve into discussions around all things wellness and nourishment for the body, mind, and spirit. We'll chat about what it looks like to support and steward the original design of how our bodies were created so you can live fully and freely through all seasons of life. And no matter what you're journeying through, I want to remind you that your body is wonderfully woven. You are wonderfully and fearfully made and marvelously complex. In this episode of the Wonderfully Woven podcast, we are going to be focusing on a different facet of this podcast, and that is nourishment for your spirit. And the reason for this is because I really do believe that Thriving health and wellness is more than just about our physical health, but also our mental health and our spiritual well-being, because those things actually influence our physical health as well. And so specifically in this episode, I want to talk about what it looks like to uplift your spirit when you're journeying through a health struggle or issue, and whether that's you navigating that personally, or there is a close friend or a family member who is journeying through that. And when it comes to health struggles, The unknowns and uncertainties and what ifs can be really overwhelming and they can leave you feeling weary and worn out and defeated. And so I wanted to share some thoughts around uplifting your spirit as you or maybe a loved one is journeying through that. So to kick us off, I wanted to share one of my favorite verses in the Bible, and that is from Genesis 16 verses 13 to 15. But before I dive into those verses, I just want to preface that with verse 7, which says, The angel of the Lord found Hagar near a spring in the desert. And then in verses 13 to 14, it says, She gave this name to the Lord who spoke to her. You are the God who sees me. For she said, I have now seen the one who sees me. That is why the well was called Beer Lehei Roy. And I just love that, that it means the living one who sees and the fact that the angel of the Lord found Hagar in her struggle, in her desperation and distress. You know, we don't read that she called out to God or she prayed, but we read that the angel of the Lord found her. And I think that is just such a beautiful image that we are seen and we are known by God. We are not overlooked or on our own in our struggles. And a present struggle doesn't mean an absent God. I know sometimes it can feel like that and it leaves you questioning and wondering why. And I just want to remind you that when you're in those spaces and places and seasons of life, that you are still seen and known by God. And we do live in a broken world and often that leads to us navigating the tension of what Eden was, what eternity will be and what earth currently is. And I'm so grateful that God is alive and that he moves and we can pray and believe and actually see heaven come to earth. I don't know the answers as to why some people receive healing instantly. For some, maybe it takes longer. For others, it doesn't happen. Sometimes it can happen miraculously. Or other times it can actually be aided through the gifts and the talents of doctors and nurses and different health and wellness practitioners and surgery and so on. There's so many different ways that restoration and healing can be brought about and I just think that's the nuance of life and that reminder that this earth is our temporary home and so we can hold to the hope that full restoration will one day be given to us and that awaits us in heaven and so I know that that's not necessary 
necessarily just the answer that we always want to hear when we're facing a struggle but it is that reminder that this earth isn't it and it doesn't take away from maybe the pain or the struggle or the difficulty in a health issue that maybe you're facing or a loved one is facing but it does give us a hope to hold on to another verse is psalm 56 8 and it says you keep track of all my sorrows you have collected all my tears in your bottle. You have recorded each one in your book. And again, this scripture just reminds me that he is a God who is aware of our seasons and our situations, that he sees the heartache and the heaviness and the grief that we may be carrying. Nothing is lost on him. Even when we look at John eleven thirty three to 35, when Lazarus died, Um, It says that when Jesus saw her weeping and the Jews who had come along with her were also weeping, he was deeply moved in spirit and troubled. Where have you laid him? He asked. Come and see, Lord, they replied. Jesus wept. Now, the fact that God sent Jesus to earth, he was human. And with that, he encountered the multitude of emotions that come with it. You know, in that verse, it says that he was deeply moved in spirit. He was troubled and that he wept. And it really reminds me that Jesus is acquainted with hurt and pain. And oftentimes when people are journeying with health struggles, they perhaps feel like God doesn't care. But I hope that this image of Jesus who reflects the the very nature of God himself shows you that he is a God who deeply cares about about what you're walking through, that he collects your tears, that he's aware of what's going on. And one final thing to hold to and remember is that we don't wait with hope. When we're waiting maybe for a change in diagnosis, for a scan to come back clear, whatever it may be pertaining to your specific health struggle or issue, is that we don't wait without hope. Psalm 27, 14 says, Wait and hope for and expect the Lord. Be brave and of good courage and let your heart be stout enduring. Yes, wait for and hope for and expect the Lord. Waiting with hope doesn't diminish pain or hurting, but it can influence our outlook on our situation and it can actually invite light in where maybe it's felt like there is only darkness and it just feels really bleak. And it means that you have hope himself sitting beside you leading you onward and holding you should you need to rest. So as you're navigating just the tension between the results or the answers or the change that you're wanting to hear, hold space to grieve and process in an ongoing way. You know, whether that's through prayer, talking to a friend, family member, therapist, counsellor, or all of those things. Don't keep it in your mind where your thoughts can turn into narratives and different scenarios have people around you who will hold you up when you feel tired and like you can't fight anymore. Have people who will simply sit in silence beside you, who will cover you in prayer, who will encourage you. Have people who will remind you of truth and hope when you feel like there isn't any anymore. In Psalm 118.7, it says, The Lord is with me. He is my helper. And I pray that you feel and know God's presence, that he is with you. You are not alone and you are seen, heard and known by the King of Kings. He is your father and he is your friend. He is your comforter and he is the Prince of Peace. 
So friend, I don't know what health struggle you're maybe navigating and journeying yourself or that a friend or a family member is going through. But I pray that as you navigate and journey that, that you would be reminded that light can come into that situation, that there is hope and there is restoration that will will come one day. listening to the wonderfully woven podcast if you have any thoughts on topics that you'd like to be discussed or questions then please reach out to me at wonderfully woven well at gmail.com